At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Hey everybody, this is Crank, also known as the White John Coffee. When I'm not busy servicing my four or cleaning up after my four tax deductions, I listen to the Eric Zane Show podcast, and so should you. Don't forget to support his sponsors, because hey, let's face it, the guy's not that talented, and he needs all the help he can get. And now, here's your host for today's amazing podcast, the one, the only, Eric Zane! See, Ron's in attendance. Uh, retiree in the house, ladies and gentlemen, Ron. Uh, from uh, known on Twitter as CMG underscore Madden player for life. Now three days into into his retirement. Uh, Ron, I really want to hear from you so we can put you on this show. Don't be nervous. I, I my my bark is certainly louder or worse than my bite, but you are officially a friend of the show. Okay. And I need an email from you so that I can invite you to be on this show with me. In case you don't know, the Twitch platform uh, has a function that uh, has you like make friends with uh, other people on Twitch by hitting a button called Raid, which sends a bunch of the uh, people that are watching your show over to their show. And they're like, oh, new people, welcome. How you doing? And then the idea is they'll return the favor one day and the community grows and more people follow uh, different shows. And and that's the point of all that. Well, Ron, um, it just so happens that on Monday of this week, he did his very first show on Twitch. And a lot of what Ron is doing is basically just being retired. Okay. Uh, oh, wait, he says he emailed me. I didn't see it. I'll find it. No worries. Sorry about that. Uh, you know, and so he plays Madden football on Twitch. And then, you know, just a very, really sweet dude. The second he starts talking, he's like super fun. And then, like, while he's playing Madden football, all right, audience members are saying, hey, can you play a song? And then he, like, starts playing music. And so that's basically it. And then a number of audience members are like, oh, this is just great. You got to bring him in. And there's nothing better than a sweet southern accent, in my opinion. Really nice guy. 
Let's see if I can find Ron's email. Well, shoot, I don't, I don't see it, Ron. I get a lot of them. Let's see. Your show? No, that's not it. You were mentioned quite a bit on this podcast, so I see John Jamingo. Or the dudes in the boomer bunker were talking about your old pal, Eric Zane. I got to listen to that. Where is it? And you sent it to Eric at EricZaneShow.com, right? Because I don't see it. E-R-I-C. Eric at EricZaneShow.com. Or if you want, I don't know if you want to do this, but on Twitch, I don't know. Somehow get me that email. I have to get you on this show. Uh, welcome in to everyone. Uh, the show comes to you from the Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studio. Uh, where each and every day, Monday through Friday, workday or work week, I should say, each day of the work week, we do this show from this studio where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures. I uh, kind of expected this morning to wake up and see, you know, piles of snow. Winter storm warning. Coming in from the north. Massive amount of snow. This is a winter storm warning. 4 a.m. it starts. Look out. It's coming. So then I, uh, the alarm goes off. And Diana's, uh, she checks the, uh, the, the school app since she's a substitute teacher, and it says school is is canceled. There is no school. And so that's that. I'm like, oh, man, well, okay, I guess uh, the second I, I get done with the podcast, I'll be plowing the snow. I go downstairs, and I look out the window. Not A, a snowflake has not fallen. Not, not one. And I'm like, well, what the hell? And then I look at the alert. It says, winter storm warning. It's going on now. Take cover. And then I, so I open up the door and it's, I'm expecting wind and sub-zero temperatures. It's 37 degrees out and there's no wind. And I'm like, this is unbelievable. Then I look at the map and the radar and the snow is on the other side of Lake Michigan. It's, it, I guess it's coming. Okay. It will be here. As it, uh, as it comes across, uh, they're saying that uh, like uh, four to eight inches, which it doesn't sound like that much. Come on. I'm, I'm a little, uh, you see, we just got a new school superintendent here. All right. Frozen Toes Tenbrink, who had been here forever as the superintendent of my kids' schools. I actually gave him that name on the radio. All the other school districts would cancel in frozen toes would say, nope, kids are going to school. Great, great uh, superintendent. Awesome. Terrific. For years and years and years, he finally called it a career. So we've got Dr. Graham in there. And apparently Dr. Graham is like, ah, no, no big deal. Yeah. I mean, if, uh, if we even hear the word snow, everything's canceled. No bullshit. All right. They're expecting this to uh, uh, hit any moment now, but I, I don't know. I'm not so sure. 
Uh, if you are off enjoying the show on Twitch, thank you so much for being here. I am live every single morning right here on Twitch with the audio becoming the audio podcast downloadable wherever you download podcasts or at ericzaneshow.com. Twitch is brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. I just saw a uh, uh, artist's rendering of the what will be the updated facilities as they've broken ground over there. Excellent, excellent work. Uh, just talked to uh, Bruce over there. Uh, there's there's a, a, a malfunction. Um, apparently on the uh, on the Dodge journey, when they built these fucking things, there's uh, like you you turn on the heat and there's some component deep in the dashboard that when you tell it, okay, I want a little more heat, it's like a uh, it's called a uh, accentuator or attenuator or something like that, and it's it's a, like a, a door that opens and closes, either lets more cold air in or or puts or do, doesn't allow as much cold air, so that your the the car gets hot. Well, I don't. I mean, how can that even be where it suddenly stops getting the message, and so it stops talking to the car. And then it's like, oh, whoever's driving this car wants cold air. I'll just uh, let all the cold air in. So here it is. It's sub-zero, and the car is blowing freezing air. And I'm like, well, what the hell? How does that even They go, no idea. No idea. But this car in particular is not. This is how Irvine's works. They go, well, Eric, we could not get it to replicate. Okay. We couldn't get it to start to act up but this is the problem it's we don't normally just go and fix things but trust us this is the problem it happens to these cars all the time so i go well absolutely fix that thing so that thing's that's uh that vehicle is getting fixed right now at irvine's so glad i have them so glad i have them in my back pocket you need a place you can trust there you go. That's an early commercial for you. Anyway, they bring you the Twitch stream. They bring you the Facebook uh, page, which I am no longer banned on for now. Facebook.com slash Eric Zane fan page. Brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Um, I'm breaking news. I titled this podcast, um, The NFK Injured. And... Uh, I want you to know that this is not a bad injury. It's not a serious injury. Uh, I just need to make sure that he's not in the room next to me because I heard him clanking around over there, and I'm reasonably confident that he is no longer in the shower. Hold on a second here because I'm going to be talking about him, and that's right next to us, and I don't want him here. Reach out to the Queen of the Forest here. Hello, you have reached Diane. I don't know how that happened. She's downstairs. All right. I can't, uh, I can't risk it. I'll come back to that story. Speaking of Facebook. Um, yesterday. It was just a simple thing. A simple, simple thing. And this happens all the time. There was another banning on Facebook, but fortunately, I was not involved in this. 
I'll come back to that because I was just informed that the NFK is downstairs. So let's talk about him. Come walking down the steps to get more coffee. And uh, he has uh, he has a new ritual. Uh, this is a recent development. Typically, when I get up to start the day, he gets up and then starts watching TV. But now he has a, a new thing where he'll stay in his bedroom until I come up here to do the show. Then he'll come out. And I think this stems from his... He... I think he thinks that I get annoyed with him when he's wandering around the kitchen because I don't know, he feels like he's in the way. And I've told him, I go, Hey, you're, you're not in the way to just, you know, make yourself at home. I, whatever, you know, I have a long since committed to just cleaning up after him. If he touches it, it's filthy, clean it. And I had to yesterday again, every day. Every single day, you would not believe how dirty the outside of the fridge is. It's fridge, microwave, two cabinets, salt salt shaker, pepper shaker, and countertops. Two countertops have to be cleaned every day, several times a day. Um, the amount of dried food and salt and pepper and uh, celery salt that are caked onto because the amount of, uh, I don't know, uh, uh, greasy foods that, that gets prepared, it'll, it'll take the hot pocket, okay, out of the microwave. And he'll take the uh, take it out of the little microwavable sleeve that it's in and just set it on the counter. He doesn't even set it on a plate. I shit you not. I've told him, I go, would you put that on a plate? Oh, okay, man, shit, fuck. He doesn't do it. He puts the hot pocket on the counter. Now, Hot Pocket is not a grease-free food. Then he will take cheese. Well, first he'll put mayonnaise on it, and then cheese, like a uh, the uh, cellophane American Kraft Singles cheese, which then gets on his fingers, and then he touches everything, gets it everywhere. So you get a feces cheese smish on everything, and then you take salt and pepper and puts it on the hot pocket and it goes, of course he does season the hot pocket, but he also seasons my countertop with a ton of seasoning. And that's where the salt goes down in between the counter and the stove. And then he fills his water bottle. And then the ice that he puts in the water bottle, half of it winds up on that countertop melts and sometimes goes down in between the stove and the countertop Mixes with the salt. It, I have a, a fucking uh, Department of Transportation uh, road slurry on my stove, rusting my stove. I'm not kidding you. You got to see this. Got to take a picture of it. He's caused, he's causing my stove to rust out. Um, so that's, and then he puts the hot pocket. Uh, he carries the hot pocket. He doesn't, he doesn't put it on a plate or anything. He carries the hot pocket into the GD TV room, the sunroom, and then eats the fucking thing. And that's it. And then the shit goes everywhere. And then that's, that's my life. I have to, I have to do this. I think I'm kidding. Everybody's like, Oh, that would drive me so crazy. Yeah. Tell me about it. Tell me about it, man. 
seasons of hot pocket. Dude, those are sodium pockets. Yeah, I know. Ron, Madden player Ron says, sounds like my type of guy. No, his, uh, he's, he puts salt on everything and a lot of salt, a lot of salt. Um, so, all right. This morning, he goes, Hey, I stubbed my toe last night. I go, uh, I see him and he's kind of tromping around there and I, I didn't expect to see him. I go, I'm sorry? He goes, yeah, look. And I look on the bed and it's, um, you ever see like on one of these uh, true crime shows when the bad guy murders the victim in the bed, okay? That's the amount of blood that's in the bed. It's It's ridiculous how much blood is in his bed right now. And I go, okay. And he goes, see? And he has, he has, uh, he's afraid about bleeding on the floor. So he's put a sock on, a white sock. And the, the, the toe area of the sock is red. He's bleeding everywhere. Now, this happened in the middle of the night, and he just put the sock on. It's still bleeding. So I'm like, Okay, I go, um, I go, all right. I go, no problem. I'm not wor worried about the bed. Um, I go, are you still bleeding? He goes, fuck, I don't know. And I go, well, did you just put the sock on? Yeah. I go, well, then you're still bleeding. I go, we need to take a look at that. Now, just before that, Diana says to me, can you light the fireplace? We got this gas fireplace down there. And I go, yeah, sure, I'll do that. So uh, I had gone down there to light the fireplace. So I'm doing that for her uh, so she can sit by the fire and I go all right well in my mind I go I'm doing this for you so you got to do this for me so I, that was my line I go upstairs I go hey uh, I did you a favor now you got to do me a favor what I go, your brother just destroyed his toe and ripped the toenail off and he's bleeding like a stuck pig all over the fucking place and the the uh, his foot is such a petri dish of disease and filth that it's probably he already has gangrene. I can promise you the foot is probably already dead. Uh, it'll be the fastest case of blood sepsis that has ever happened on the planet. And uh, so you need to, we need to clean that thing out. So I go and don't even ask him about it. Just get a towel, a wash rag with soap all over it. Yank the sock off, scrub that foot and uh, then dry it. Neil spore in it, band-aid it, and then hope for the best. This thing cannot get infected. If it gets infected, it the whole he's gonna lose his uh his his entire leg and probably his arm because of the ridiculous he has superhuman infection powers. You know how Wolverine can heal himself? The NFK, if he gets any breaking of the skin, uh the rest of the uh the amount of bacteria on the outside of this man's body. I mean, my God, he's going to he's gonna look at the toe and touch it with feces fingers and uh, immediately get some type of blood-borne infection, and we just can't have that. And so uh, I said to him, I go, yeah, don't even, don't even debate it with him. Just do it because he's going to get pissed off. He is going to get pissed off. I go, and if he does give you any shit about it, just say no. Just 
do this. Quit arguing. Ugh. Better call the queen of the forest. Hello? Hey, can you talk? Mm, not really. Hmm. Okay. All right, I'll talk to you later. Yeah, come on, baby. All right, she's sitting right by him. I got to cover up. I just got my own head. Yes. Hey, did you see the Red Wings won? Oh, they did? Yeah, six, six to two over the Sharks. Big win. Big win. Awesome. I knew they were ahead. And uh, thank goodness, because they've lost like 17 in a row or some crazy thing. Had it been that bad, really? Yeah. What did you think of that referee? I didn't really watch much of it. No, I showed you the clip of the ref. Oh, yeah, yeah, that, that, yeah. Oh, I loved him. Yeah, I'm going to show it later on. <laughs> yeah, he's cute. Sarah Rook Rock Roof sent that. Yeah, I love him. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay, bye. Love you, bye. See, that's a cover-up. Because if she's sitting there right there, and she just says, not really, and then hangs up, he's going to put two and two together. That, uh... Something's going on. So I had to, you know, follow. Nick says, y'all looking so sus right now. <laughs> Let me uh, show you what uh, what we're referencing there. Sarah sent this. This is awesome. Wes McCauley is the ref. If this guy's calling a penalty, in particular a fighting penalty, five-minute major, he does this every time. And people love him. Decides that he's going to mix it up with Middleton. That a boy. Five for fighting way to go west. We got to do that again. Decides that he's going to mix it up with Middleton. That a boy. Five for fighting way to go west. That's awesome. I wonder if my buddy Timmy Mayer is up. He's got to know that dude. Last time I tried to call Timmy Mayer, he let it go to voicemail. He didn't want to talk to me. Timmy Mayer is a, a referee in the American Hockey League, and he's going to be in the NHL one day. Five each for fighting. Last time I tried to get Timmy Mayer on, it was right after that uh, moment where Ryan Murphy went bonkers, got uh, uh, abuse of an official. Hi, you've reached Shoreliner Striping. Come on. We're unable to take your call right now, but if you leave a message, we'll return your call as soon as possible. Thanks and have a great day. At the tone, please record your message. When you've finished recording, you may hang up or press 1 for more options. Timmy Mayer, Eric Zane. I'm on the podcast right now. That's probably why you let it go to voicemail. Okay? I know you're ducking me. I know you are. Okay? I want to talk to you. About uh, Wes McCauley and last night's Sharks-Red Wings game. And I want you to start calling fighting penalties like that. Okay? If you don't, and I want to know if you know this guy. You have to. Wes McCauley is a legend. Okay. Call me back. I'll put you on the podcast. I'll make you famous. More famous than you already are. And uh, have you ever had a, uh, a Jersey Chaser chick throw her underwear at you? Okay, bye.
Sarah Rukrug Roosh might be a Jersey chaser. Are you a Jersey chaser? So the NFK smashed his toe big time. Blood all over the place. That might be a picture for later on on social media if Diana doesn't change the sheets before the end of this show. Okay. All right. Volume down so that you don't play three things at once. A couple of days now since my last incident. I uh, I have a number of questions ready for Dear Meathead because uh, some nice folks contributed, very, very cool, to my uh, Facebook uh, post and sent me emails. Some of uh, them were snarky as hell. That's okay. I'd love to get his reaction. Uh, for Ron's sake, and if anybody is new, it's my 87-year-old father. Uh, joins me on the show Wednesdays. Brought to you by JM Synthetics. So there you go. If you have a question for Dad, uh, don't hesitate to send it along. Eric at EricZangShow.com. Uh, Facebook fight, Facebook fight. You are wrong and I am right. I did not do this, okay? I stayed out of this. I kept my nose clean. I had no intention of getting in a Facebook fight. Now, I'll have to uh we'll have to discuss how you think this unfolded, but all I did yesterday because yesterday was my fire anniversary. 3 years since getting fired at WBBL. And I made a Facebook post. It says January 4, happy WBBL fireversary. And I included the video of me when I was looking exceptionally gay on Wood TV 8. And that's it. Nothing more than that. I see we got a late uh, uh, entry last night at about uh, 10 p.m. Marcus Bradman weighs in. <coughs> he writes, I was right there with you. He writes, they are a messed up organization with bad all caps people at the top running a cluster of radio stations. <laughs> okay. Now, again, I stayed out of it. That's all I did. I didn't say shit. The multi-talented Mary Ellen Murphy, who is great, um, she is uh, been on the air in West Michigan forever. She writes, happens to the best of us. You just happen to get coverage. Most of us don't. Well, that's, you're right. Uh, I'm very lucky with that. I'm very appreciative of that. He says, look at you now. Much better off. I love when I catch you on the FM dial playing the big hits. She's referring to, of course, the oldies radio station. And I said, yep, slinging the oldies. I'm lucky. And she wrote, and you sound happy. You sound happy. Sarah Rook Rock Rouge, blessed. Love you, man. More Brick House. That's like her favorite song. Andy writes, the BBL show was rocking. That was a sad day. Have been. Do some imaging and sound on your Patreon show. No. No. Uh, less is more. Okay. And then things started getting off the rails. First of all, Doan, Tyler Doan writes, I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna say it was all me, but WBBL was never the same after I left. He's kidding, of course. 
I wrote, uh, uh, Tim Kuyper wrote, uh, Doan, you were there? I don't recall that. He doesn't know who he is. And I wrote, oh, he was there all right. He'd fall asleep during the show. Tyler says, oh, you, you would too if you were working three different shows a day and having to do it in under 29 and a half hours. Whatever, dude. Uh, Mays writes, in my opinion, Eric Zane, you're living the dream, making money, taking care of your family, and answering to absolutely fucking no one. Cheers to that. Thank you. I appreciate that. And uh, you're a big part of that, Jason. Thank you. Josh says, best decision you ever made. And I wrote, well, hey, I had no choice. Thank you for the support. Okay, so that's it. You know, no big deal. And um, uh, let's see where it takes us. And then uh, it kind of got a little wonky. Dan, you see, people start throwing shade at free beer and hot wings. And this has nothing to do with them. Nothing to do with them. Dan writes, uh, Womp, Womp, rooting for Zane. And then he writes, when he left FBHW, that show tanked. Well, okay. Now, that got Curtis wound up. Curtis is listed. If you look at Curtis's name, it says he's a top fan of me. Uh, I don't think he is. He wrote, well, Dan, they have more stations now than ever. And Zane's a podcaster and he got fired, not just left. I was like, oh no, here we go. Again, this is from my top fan. That's all Patriot Nick needed to see. And he gets involved. Nick is the king of the flying elbow from the back of the room. At some point in this, he's going to say something really ridiculous. He does it all the time. Nick is the guy who, when uh, there was another Facebook war going on weeks ago, some guy was beating me up who said, who was uh, touting that he's a veteran. He's a veteran. And he was also talking crazy shit and saying mean things about my mom. He actually said he's going to dig up my mom's body and have sex with my mom's body and Really bad things like that. And I was just like, oh, God. Nick says to the veteran, why don't you do everyone a favor and become one of the 22 a day? Oh, I mean, it was game, set, match, checkmate, uh, a sack for 50 yards. I mean, wow. That's it. We didn't hear from the guy anymore. And I haven't heard from him since. I think he, Nick heard him. And then he actually went through with it. I actually believe that that happened. Nick killed the guy with his words. Why don't you become one of the 22 a day? Oh. So here comes Nick marching in like fucking Conor McGregor. He writes, Curtis. Wow. Observing, aren't we? LOL. Who gives a shit? Nick says, Eric broke that show up. Now all you have is a bunch of kiss ass. Yes, man. And the token female. Now, again, I didn't want any of this. All I did was said, hey, it's three years since BBL. And now it's turned into an attack on each other and bringing up people that I, for once, I don't even want to fight with these people. I don't want anything to do. I'm just not in the mood. I don't feel like it. I'm trying to, 
uh, go a series of days without uh, uh, picking a fight or fighting. I, I don't pick fights. I just defend myself as far as you know. Curtis says, Eric was, a, again, my top fan. It says right there, top fan with a diamond next to his name. Eric was a piece of shit on the show, and only childish grown-up people liked it. That's why he hasn't gotten picked up by any other station. And then Nick says, he's currently working on the radio now. What the fuck are you talking about? Now, Yes, I am, but come on now. I mean, I'm talking for 30 seconds saying, hey, that's Herman's Hermits. Here's Jim Croce. You don't mess around with Jim. So, yes, on the radio, but I am doing a job that I did when I was 20. So, I don't don't really want to tout that. Curtis says, well, what station? Or is it an AM radio show? Nick doesn't know. (laughs) So Nick writes, hey, Eric, what station are you working on? I'm like, oh, no. This is fucking getting worse. So then this uh, this goes back and forth. Nick is now, he's he's, uh, really, he's, he's, attacking Curtis by saying mean things about free beer and hot wings and then saying, yeah, Eric, I know you're on the radio. I would tell him what station you on. <laughs> so I'm like, Nick, that doesn't look good. This dude, Curtis is like, ah, you don't even know. <laughs> He's laughing in Nick's face. He then for some reason it turns political. Curtis is calling Nick a lib and a snowflake. And then, uh, there's all sorts of uh, attacks about safe space. Now, uh, Curtis doesn't have any idea that Nick is in, is nothing even close to a, a liberal or a, or a snowflake. He's a stone-cold killer is what he is. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Um, let's see. What did Nick say? Nick ended up getting in some trouble here. Okay. Uh I think the actual comment got reported and then it vanished. But Nick suggested something. I'm not even entirely sure what the term means. I've heard it said. Um, It's an awful sounding word, cuck. A a cuck was used. And I think he's implying that uh, Curtis, my top fan, uh, watches other people have sex with his wife. And so that, I think, is going too far because while that's happening, Nick sends me a personal message that says, I'm about to get banned. I go, what? What the fuck? And he says, yeah, I implied that the guy is a cuck and I'm going to get banned on, on Facebook. And I go, oh, man, okay, well, you know, you probably shouldn't do that. Granted, me telling people, trying to talk people off the ledge on a Facebook war. I've been banned seven times. But I'm just trying to, you know, keep it above board. I've only been, it's just remarkable. I've been free from Facebook jail for a day. And now it's trying to draw me back in. Again, this all started because I said, hey, it's a third year anniversary. My fire anniversary, And then now it's like, oh, shit. So I write, boys, boys, don't fight over me. All is well in the world. You're both right. How's that? 
Nick writes, nah, fuck that. And then he, uh, he, uh, it continues on is calling him a bitch ass. And, uh, uh, like he said, you're not even on the radio, uh, just all such a craziness. It's, I do not want to break it down. But Curtis now is, uh, is attacking me, uh, personally continuing to call me a piece of shit. He says, um, yeah, my friend does a podcast on a- Apple. Also, are they relevant as well? Like I said, Freeburn Hot Wings didn't go under when Zane was the smart ass too many times and thought he was untouchable. But I originally said Freeburn Hot Wings didn't tank after Zane left. Plus, it's been, what, seven years? Six. They're doing better than ever. And Zane has 10 to 20 idiots like you thinking he is better. He isn't. Just a shock jock that lasted past the 90s. All right. So uh, this continues. And then there's discussion about me working on the radio. And this guy says, no, this guy is not on the radio. And I, and I wrote, hey, uh, Curtis, uh, not to get involved in this brawl, but I actually do have a radio gig. It's not much, but I'm an oldies DJ on the weekend in Grand Rapids. Carry on. Now, he didn't address me at all. And that's because I didn't like uh, go ghetto like I normally do. But I don't, I didn't want to. I just don't feel like it. I'm just not really in the mood. And uh, I don't know. I just didn't want to, uh, just didn't want to do it. But then uh, later on, I think the review board at Facebook did, in fact, look at the flying elbow uh, cuck comment for our old pal, Patriot Nick. And uh, let's see. Keep your nose clean, boss. I'll knife these bitches for you. Ha 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 ha. Thank you. I write. I think he reported my comment about cucking his wife while he sits in the corner. I just got a warning, LOL. Follows up short time later. Damn it. I'm out for two days. I tried to post... Because the guy's name is Kurt. I I tried to post, I know another famous Kurt. Why don't you do what he did above his garage? So Nick was ramping up to the uh, shoot yourself in the face with a shotgun blast. And that did not happen. Oh, they got you. Two days. That's it. Fuck. He writes bastards, LOL. Hashtag worth it. All right. Unbelievable. So he's, you won't hear from Nick for today or for tomorrow. So there you go. Congratulations. All right. Kyle says, I've been off Facebook for three years. Do not miss it. How? Facebook's awesome. That's where the best fights happen. Ron is just getting up to speed as what's going on here. Ron, the Madden, the 65-year-old retired Madden player. So I'm going to brief you slowly but surely. I'll deal you in. Forever, I was on the radio. Okay? And then um, I wore out my welcome. And then they said, get out of here. We don't need you anymore. And then I went to another radio station. And after a couple of years of that, they said, get out of here. We don't need you anymore. And so that was what I was referencing three years ago, my fireversary. Since then, 
tomorrow will be three years that I've been sitting in this room doing the podcast. Somebody else would, yeah, sitting up there like Anne Frank uh, doing this podcast. Um, and so th- that's what's going on. And there's been all sorts of dramatics over the years, especially with the first show that they said, we don't want you anymore. We've been, uh, it's been all sorts of dramatics. So that's basically it. Well, you'll fill in the bank, uh, the blanks later as we go. Glad you're here, Ron. I'm going to send more people over to you, Ron, as soon as we're done with this show. All right. When we're done with this show, I'm going to send more people over to engage you for your, you playing DJ and uh, playing freaking Madden. And I don't know how you're able to play music on there without getting a Twitch demerit. Maybe, uh, I don't know what you're, you're doing something that's, I know that they would get uh, pissed off at you about, but you might get a copyright issue over time. Just be careful. Uh, Zildjian says he doesn't play the songs, Eric. We do. It's a bot. I don't understand what that means. Ron doesn't play the songs. I'm absolutely in the dark. Sarah Wright, you're doing a damn good job too, Eric. Paying your bills, feeding the dogs, donating a kidney. Love you so much. Thank you. I appreciate that and appreciate all of you. (coughs) It's a feature on Twitch he activates. Yep. No idea. No idea. Don't know what that means. Uh, New viewer, new commenter. That which Carol Baskin says your age is showing. Yes. Well, I'm just happy I'm here. You know, I might be uh, a filthy old idiot, but I'm at least on Twitch. Not every person my age can say that. Ron's a legend. 65 years old on Twitch. That is spectacular. Patriot Nick has now just given his 248th gift subscription to the channel. That's a lot of money. You are unbelievable. My God. I'm going to have to ask one of the Canadian Twitch gurus about this. I think Twitch just made a new arrangement with music studios, but I don't know all the details. Corey in Maine knows more about this than I do. I'll ask those dudes. Uh, okay. Where am I? Where am I? Where am I? Where am I? Massively confused. Okay. We are, uh, 15 minutes away from dear meathead. Uh, I do another show on Patreon each and every day. The Patreon bonus podcast. When this show is done later on after the show is done and I post it and I get all my uh, things in order that I need to get done. I do a Patreon show for another 30 to 40 minutes. And I would love you to be part of it. It's uh, There's no ads in it or anything. Uh, unlike this show, it is driven by the audience and the money out of their pocket. And I'm extremely, eternally grateful for that. If you want to try it out on a probationary level, that would be awesome. You can see how it is. And if you hate it, cancel it. You're out five or ten bucks. No big deal. But if you like it, you can convert it to a yearly and I'll save you 10% on the cost. 
So five bucks a month is all the audio, 15 plus hours a week. 10 bucks a month is all the audio, all the video, and the live streams. And you get, like I said, the daily Patreon bonus, the Lost Zane recordings, the Insane Asylum, my two-hour music-driven uh, radio show on Northern Michigan's Q100. Uh, smarter than a former drug dealer trivia with uh, uh, Dale's Penthouse Forum in there. And uh, the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast, which we're going to record another episode of that tomorrow at 7 p.m. Eastern time. All there on my Patreon. Patreon. I said Patreon. Patreon. P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Patreon.com. Slash Eric Zane. The open of today's show. Let's start off by acknowledging Bennett Flooring Installation. The way this works is this. If you are in the West Michigan community, surrounding areas, keep this in mind if you're ever putting flooring down. It's one thing to hire somebody to come into your house, rip it all up. You, you uh, deal with a buyer and, uh, and get the flooring through the installer or whatever. Maybe you go to uh, another means to make all this happen. Uh, what, what I'm getting at is it's, it's a lot of steps that you can take care of yourself which will save you money. So you rip out the old flooring. You're going to buy the new flooring at a place I'm going to tell you about in a second. But then when it comes to installing it, Bennett Flooring Installation will show up at your home. You've got your flooring boxed or rolled there, and they go, all right, let's do it. And then they install it. This is the least expensive way to having the most professional look, Okay. Consider this. Reach out to Jacob and Jason Bennett. Call or text 616-318-0167. Don't be alarmed at the efficient use of the English language by Jacob. This is not a talker or a storyteller. Brevity is key. He saves time with uh, limiting the amount of words, okay? Uh, you could say, so, Hey, how was your holiday? Did everything go uh, well? How's the family? Great. And then he'll just walk away from you and you're like, huh? He is the opposite of all of you he is the most efficient wordsmith. You know, I mean, every time I talk to Kenny, okay. I have to hang up mid word after like hour four and then just call Jacob Bennett in order to know that there is still hope for the world in communicating, that we, we can exist in a world without all of the sentences. I think I need to start doing that for the new year with people. My, resolution, my New Year's resolution can be this. When people are talking too much, say, without being a dick, you could have told me everything you just told me in about one or two sentences. Uh, my hair, I need a haircut now. Um, I haven't bathed in weeks because and my mouth is open and I'm starving. I now have anorexia because I've been having to listen to you after I just asked you, Hey, how you doing? Um, you, you need to, to work on editing. It's, it's too, there's just too many words flying out of your mouth. I think, I, I think it should be okay to say, you realize I have ADHD, so it's a miracle that I'm even standing here right now. Um, and you're, you're actually killing me. I'm dying 
because of the amount of time that we're spending here. And it seems like it's getting worse for me. Perhaps I could wear some type of T-shirt or a badge that just says uh, ADHD recipient. Don't talk too much or something like that because you've got about 40 seconds. And then I'm like, got to go. Got to go. I could have like uh, Flavor Flav with a clock around my neck. And when I, if I ask you a question, uh, I, I hit the button and then you have like 15 seconds. It's a 15 second clock. And then if the buzzer goes off, you must stop talking. It's getting out of hand too much. Well, anyway, Jacob Bennett is not like that. That's probably, okay, he's one of the most thoughtful, caring, loving people with all the flooring he gave away for the great flooring giveaway, but that's not the best part about him. His brevity is a million times uh, better than his kindness, okay? I would rather him, if he were the meanest person on the planet, and instead of installing flooring, he would sneak into your home and dump paint on it and leave. That would be okay as long as he still continues to be brief. He's got it down. Anyway, reach out to Bennett Flooring Installation. They will show up to your home, measure the room, and they'll be like, all right, this is, uh, this is how much it's going to cost to put this flooring in. You'll save money at Bennett Flooring Installation, 616 318 0167. The flooring that you buy must be purchased with the Eric Zane Show podcast discount from an already discounted price at Johnson Carpet One Floor and Home Discount Outlet. Now, this isn't for everybody. If you're in West Michigan, you must get your flooring here. I swear to God, on a stack of King James Bibles, There is no other price cheaper for any type of flooring because of the amount of money that Darwin over at Johnson Carpet One Floor and Home spends on these enormous trailers, 53-foot trailers uh, full of Shaw flooring, full of Mohawk flooring. And then it shows up at the discount outlet, which is this giant structure in Granville, Michigan, behind Little Caesars, down the street from the main showroom. Okay, two stores. Go there first. Go to the discount outlet first. March in. Say, where's Kent? He's the one in there trying to find room for all the flooring. Say, I listen to the show. I'm here to get my 10% off discount on whatever I buy. He's going to go, all right, find what you want. I'm not helping you. And you just look. There's piles, rolls of carpeting everywhere, man. And then flooring stacked up like fucking Minecraft. You go pick out what you want and then you leave with it. Okay. And then that's it. You take it home and then, and then that's it. You save a ton of money because Darwin buys this stuff. He buys so much of it. He is the number one purchaser in the United States. When Mohawk and Shaw, when the phone rings is Darwin, oh my God, we got to make more. Darwin's buying more. No one buys as much as Darwin. Okay, because all the other places, especially in Michigan, 
especially in Michigan, um, buy it for on a showroom level where when the orders come in, then they buy it. So they, they pay more for it. Darwin pays it, pays dirt cheap because he buys it in volume and then sells it to you for a very low price. And then on top of that, you're going to add 10% savings because you mentioned my name. All right. Johnson Carpet One Floor and Home. Remember the discount outlet. Psst, discount outlet. Uh, I have a place to eat. It's Bosco's Pub in Hudsonville, Michigan. We need to schedule another uh, another get-together. Sometime this month. Sorry. Just dropped my phone. Like, what the hell was that, Eric Zane? Hang on a second. Rick is reaching out to me. Rick from TC Paintball. Uh, let's see. Where am I? Got him. Get your shit together, you stupid old man. Um, yeah, I think that'll work, Rick. 4 p.m. or 5 p.m.? I am uh, putting final preparations on the next paintball war. Uh, anyway, um, so let's get together at Bosco's Pub. What looks good? Today is the 5th. Okay, next week isn't bad. Uh, we can do a Martin Luther King Jr. celebration. The week after next week isn't bad. Uh, I am good next week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Wait a minute, maybe not Thursday because I got a hockey game next Friday. So I'm probably going to record Thursday, next Thursday. Uh, the 17th is good. The 18th is good. The 19th is good. 20th is not good. 21 is probably record day. 21. Okay. So 13 is no good. 21 is no good. 13, 20, and 21 are no good. Other than that, come up with a date, and I will see you at Bosco's Pub in Hudsonville, Michigan, where the drinks are stiff and so are the dicks. Um. Yeah, the rumored date for paintball is January 30. In fact, I'm 99% sure that that's going to happen. Yeah, we are now booked. January 30, paintball war number 17. Rick, come up with a name for that action. January 30, paintball war number 17. 5 p.m. start on January 7, uh, January 30. Paintball War 17, Sunday, January 30, 5 p.m. There you go. Super Bowl is soon after that. Give it a football theme. Aha, maybe, maybe. 35 bucks is all it's going to cost you. Normally, that's $48. Uh, the only way I can determine who's going to be there because Rick, after two years, has still refused uh, to actually set up something, even though he said to me, hey, I've got a tech wizard who's going to make it that with one click of a button, 
everybody can just sign up and then it lets you know and it lets me know. And I go, okay, when's that starting? He goes, oh, yeah, my, my tech wizard is doing it right now. And it's never been done. It's like a Broken Eric Angel podcast uh, promise. Um, so you got to send me an email, eric at ericzanecho.com, if you want to play. I want 50 people. That's not going to happen. We've never had that many. I think most we had was over 30. Uh, but don't hesitate to let me know. I need you to let me know, eric at ericzanecho.com, uh, when, um, if you're coming. Okay. So don't wait on that. Send it immediately. <coughs> Excuse me. All right. I'm going to bring in my dad for Dear Meathead. Dear Meathead is brought to you by JM Synthetics. You have to have a Walking Dead theme sometime. What? Shut up. I'm a makeup artist and I can do the zombies. No. Too much work. Too much work. They all were already, we already look like zombies. We've had to listen to Rick's safety speech. We'll look like zombies after Rick's safety speech. Have you ever heard Rick's safety speech? This is what it sounds like. Guns, mask, leave your mask on. We're going to yell at you. Dad is brought to you by JM Synthetics. Online at jmsynthetics.com. Good morning. Dad, how are you? I'm doing okay. How about yourself? Very well. Good morning to you. Everybody doing okay over there? Yeah, we're fine. How about you guys? Not bad. I was expecting some snow this morning, but it hasn't yet happened. As a matter of fact, I was too. I got up there, looked at the window, and I see, oh, same amount. And nothing has come down. My driveway is spotless. But uh, somehow or other, I think we're going to get enough stuff. Yeah, I do too. Now, what's interesting though is Diana, as you know, works for the schools, and they, uh, even though it hasn't snowed one snowflake, they canceled school. Wow. Yeah. Is that because of that, or is that a secondary reason? No, I think it's because of the snow. In fact, most of the schools around here are closed, um, and they're they're saying like uh, uh, like eight inches of snow. And uh, if it were to start, like, in the next few hours, that would make, uh, I guess, when the kids come home, really, really bad, you know? Yeah. But, uh, you know, I, it, it's, Man, it's, it, it, can you believe this, this uh, whatever is happening? Uh, uh, I mean, it can it shut the country down. Uh, oh, you mean, oh, are you talking about the snow that hit uh, recently? Just the just weather. Well, I saw, did you see that story in Virginia about all those cars on the side of the road? Yes. My God. Yeah, that was. Are we lucky in this state? Yeah, so far so good, you know. And uh, yeah, I guess. Yes. yes. Hey, before you get on our own program, I'd like a moment to uh, say something. Yeah, okay, Dad. What's going on? What's going on is I want to 
greatly let your audience know that I'm indebted to them for giving me the opportunity, giving me and Joanne the opportunity yeah. to exchange some words or hopefully wisdom or something to that effect. This is an opportunity I've never had in my life, and I have this opportunity to do that. So I want to thank yeah. you for being my f- I-, I called you as my fan, which is true. Yeah, we're all fans, Dad. Well, uh, everyone that is involved in that is a fan. I appreciate the opportunity that I've had to do the speech that probably don't even make sense to you guys. Oh. <laughs> no, it absolutely makes sense, Dad. Everybody loves you. I love you all. I'm grateful to the opportunity. So may the year be blessed and wonderful for you guys and your families. Amen. Amen. Dad, I got a new audience member named Ron who uh, is just, he's a new retiree. He just turned 65 years old and he just started listening this week. Do you have any words of wisdom for new retiree Ron? Ron? Is that a Ron like Ronald? Yeah. Okay, Ron, I'll tell you, well, you got quite a few years to catch up with me yet. Yeah. But uh, your day is coming. <laughs> uh, just cherish the, every moment of the day that you can get your hands on, that you are well and you can relax now. You don't have to punch the clock or the time. And take it easy. One thing is a big, big, big problem. Yeah. People get angry, and when you get angry and you cool down, think about it. Yeah, yeah, you always... Is it worth to Mm -hmm. go through what you did? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm, yeah. Anger is something, I don't know, it's probably a mental problem that we all have, that if it doesn't go our way, we're going to get angry. Yeah, well, I don't think he's mad. I know, I'm not saying that, I'm just making a... Uh, analogy in here. Yeah. What okay. it is, hey, when we get older and someone is ignoring us, I mean, I'm okay. upset. Okay. So, uh, I'm trying to cherish uh, cher- cher- the fact that I can control that. Yeah. You got to, yes. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, so, Ron, get ready. People are going to ignore you. <laughs> yeah. And hey, it don't matter. If I got, if I if I listen to what I say and then ignore me, well, we're fine. You have yeah. the right to do that. There you go, Ron. You can look forward to a steady life of being ignored. Yes. Well, what? How can you stop ignorance? <laughs> well, I, I don't know if I don't. Everyone uh, has got some ignorance in them. I don't know if ignoring is the same as ignorance. Well. Ignorant and ignoring the derivative of the same family. Yeah, you're right. Uh, they are ignorance and ignoring are a derivative of the same family. Really? All right. Yeah. The uh, root word of ignorance is ignore. Okay. Okay. Thank you for the analogy that you yes. put in. Okay, Dad. Very good. But, but I want to tell my retiree that we're talking about, they enjoy the day every day with calmness okay i think he's gonna he seems to be a really laid-back gentleman so that's wonderful right uh that is wonderful now i wish i had that uh, mentality which uh, i never did in my days but 
You, you were never calm? Is that what you're saying? No, I was always on a hype-mobile hype, uh, and I uh, kept going all over the country, you know. Is that what you refer to that silver van that you had as the hype-mobile? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, got it. Andy writes, Dear Meathead, my wife and I had our last child when we were 40 years old. How old wow. How old do you think is too old to have a child? Well, there is a situation I'm, I'm thinking about. When a person is older than a natural or, or standard norm, doesn't have the patience that the child gives him. The problems that a child gives you throughout the growing years, it's going to cost you to blow up all the time because he is or she is younger. He's just coming up to do the things that you did 30 years ago. Yeah. Or 40 years ago. Right. Now, Joanne says she disagrees with me. Okay. But then again, she's entitled to Yeah, that. yeah, yeah, sure. But you'll wait till I catch her all by herself. I'm going to nail her. But anyway, see, I lost my the trend. Yeah, you were saying that uh, old people don't have patience. You've got to. That's a strange thing that this subject came up because during my sleep, at the earlier hours that I was beginning to wake up and all that, I started to think how much I have done as a kid. Really? Yeah. That, uh, my parents or parents yeah. uh, that tolerated me and or beat the hell out of me, which they never did. Uh, you know, so listen to a child. When a child, when you, when a child wants to do something and you're definitely adamantly against that, yeah. uh, don't have a two-hour subject of conversation. Yeah. Uh, just, just say no because okay. it's like this. Okay. Gotcha. Instead of angry, just say, no, it, can't, it just can't be done because, because of what right, I think right. is right, and I'm not going to allow you to do that. Right. Simple. Okay. Um, hey, question for you. Did you happen to see the football player the other day take off all of his equipment and run off the field half naked? Yes, I did. I knew you would, and I wanted to uh, run this by you. Aram uh, or Aram writes, "Happy New Year, Ruben, and to the lovely Joanne." He says, "Thanks, Ron. Appreciate that." He says, uh, "Regarding sports and off-field behavior of of athletes, uh, how can a fan of sports of a sports team? Uh, okay, I guess I thought this was going to be about the guy who took off his clothes. First of all, what did you think about the guy who took off his clothes?" I thought he was nuts. I really thought he was nuts. I don't know what triggered him to do that. Yeah, I think there was something more to it that explains it a little bit. But uh, nevertheless, that's not the way to handle whatever angry issue he had. Yeah, he definitely wasn't calm since we're talking about that today. No, he looked like a jerk. Yeah, kind of like what you said earlier, Dad. Anger is a mental problem we all have. We do. We do. 
I mean, some of them got very little of it. Some got a lot of them, and some of them got control of them. You, I, yeah. I think I like to control, but I do get upset. Yeah. And get angry. Yeah, it happens. Uh, then you got this. He he. Uh, he's talking about this. Um, how can a fan of a sports team root for a player if the player is known to have done something terrible to a woman? Like, yeah, uh, let's say the quarterback for the Lions, or let's say you're a fan of the Pittsburgh Steelers and the quarterback is known to hurt women. How do you root for the team when the quarterback hurts women? Well, first of all, it's an error to take an entire team and judge them because of one jerk. Okay. The guy that caused the problem is not the team. The entire team doesn't share in his opinion. Right, right. It's him all by himself. So, so it's okay. He's got a mental issue. Yeah. He's got to correct it, and it's not going to happen by controlling it. That's he needs definitely big time help. Okay, so the it's okay to root for the team even though the quarterback is mean to women. Well, yeah. Okay. The the whole team didn't do that. One, That's not one true. Did that. No. Right, so, right. Judge the the one one incident. Judge the character that caused the problem. Okay. Uh, dear Meathead, Happy New Year. I have a roommate who is messy. This is from Sarah. Every time he makes a sandwich, he gets mayonnaise or peanut butter all over everything: the countertop, the cupboards, the microwave, the fridge. I've talked to him about it, and it's not getting any better. What do I do? Thank you, Sarah. Sarah, talking isn't going to help his idiosyncrasies. It just isn't going to happen. What we should what we should start training him is say, hey, listen, you want to make a sandwich? Take all of the things that you're going to use for that sandwich, put them on a table, sit in front of it, and make the sandwich at that table. Yeah. Then, if you want to mess it up, well, you mess it up. But when you're done and over with, you got to clean it up spotless the way you found it. Clean that table. Gotcha. Okay. So, uh, hold on a second. I wrote, talking isn't going to help his idiosyncrasies. Oh. It isn't idiosyncrasies. Yeah, he's not going to listen to that. No, no. But give him a corner to work at. The table is the best place. But get it all over the floor and all that. This is crap. That guy, well, again, here I go. My, uh, yep, yep. That's okay. That's okay. I don't want to use uh, the common language. <laughs> no, that's all right. It, 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 it's crazy. It, it, if you had done it in your growing years, uh, I would try to correct you quite, quite right. frequently. I mean, like if you, you were to do that. if you were making a sandwich, and let's say you were doing peanut butter and jelly, and you got peanut butter and jelly all over your fingers, you would wipe your hands off before you touched anything, right? But I would clean myself off. Yes, yeah. that's what yeah. normal people do. Some people stick it in their mouth, and hell, where the hell has that uh, oh, mouth yeah. been? Now, believe me, that happens. Yeah, who knows what's on that finger, you know? John writes, good, good morning, Ruben. I'm curious, what was winter like in Iran? Did you have snow there like we do here in Michigan? 
Uh, John, we've had quite a bit of snow. This snow is nothing compared to what we used to get. I'm talking about uh, in so Iran. Iran. Yeah. Iran, it's a country that has four seasons. Oh, okay. And uh, the summers are hot. Uh, and same way, you know, same situation that we've got here. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, and my destiny was, and we didn't have the decent shovels that we have here. No. We had pieces of board nailed to a long handle board. My God. Wooden board. And then, uh, oh, my God, we could not do any of this thing here. Now, now, Dad, you're, uh, you guys had a car, right? No, we never had a car. My dad had a car. That's what I meant. He had one of those cars that has a wood side. Uh-huh. Sides. Okay. So, so Grandpa had a vehicle. He had a vehicle. Okay. And uh, yeah. now you've, you've described that you had to sleep on like a, uh, uh, basically a. On the floor. Yeah, on, on, on the floor. On the floor. So if you don't even have a bed, I mean, what do you, you, you certainly didn't have like mittens and hats and. and All right, listen to this. My bed was consisted of a pillow, a cushion, pretty big, big cushion to take care of my entire body. Yeah. And blanket. And we had a room that would, uh, How's, uh, let's see, uh, 10 people sleeping in there. It was that big. 10 people, okay. Who, who did... We all had a space on the floor. That's in the winter months. Right. Summer months, had, we had one of those uh, folding chairs. Yeah. We all had, that. All everything goes outside. Wow. So you sleep out, out in the yard. It's like sleeping by the fire and grailing. Right. <laughs> now, my mom had a steel... Bed, very, yeah. very heavy, very large. Right, right. Bed. And I, I bet you that bed here would have cost three thousand dollars. So Grandma's sleeping on a three thousand dollar bed, and you guys are well, sleeping I'm on the floor. Like In the morning. What the? All women, all her parts, the pillows, and all that would be folded, put up in one area. And had a uh, wow plastic type that would cover it in case boy, it rained. Boy, Grandma really wasn't about the kids, was she? <laughs> oh, no. Grandma, we had the, uh, this wooden chair, the wooden yeah. chairs. She's like, you you guys sleep in these uh, 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 camp chairs, and I'll be yeah. I'll be in the bed in the air conditioning. There no air conditioning, right? But uh, sleeping outdoors. That's outdoors. Um, and then we had an ice porch. Yeah. I'm telling you, but it rained, we right. all get up, and Grandma knew how to pick up her stuff and all that. Uh-huh. And everybody goes on the porch. And, uh, of course, now right. we had that. The folding chair was great. We carry our own beds up there. Okay. We're um, all set. Let me ask you this. I to go back in the house. When you, in the wintertime, did you have boots and gloves and, and hats and a coat? I don't know. We just had a, <laughs> we had coats. We yeah. were warm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, but, uh, did, were you able to like things that you guys have got here? Oh my God, I cannot believe you had to live like that. Oh. And then that room that we sleep in, yeah, had one, two, three large windows. Uh huh. In the summertime, when we had to go sleep, and you know, all those windows stay open. Rain couldn't bother it because I had a like soft. Okay, fog. all right. It was. It wasn't like a. It was was it like a dirt floor? It was a uh, carpeted. Oh, it did it have was carpet. Dirt floor in that room, carpeted. 
Wait, wait a minute. We slipped on a carpeting. Wait a minute. Was it? Did you? Not the dirt floor. Well, we went in a house. But uh, the folding chairs always went in that balcony that we had in the front. Okay. So we kept sleeping in the right. I wonder. In that area. Now, my mom had to go in a house. Was this a house that Grandma owned, or did she rent it from someone? Do no, you? We owned the house. You you did. So yes. she ended up selling that when she moved. Eventually, she split that in half. Now, the yard was so big that built a wall yeah. uh, between and made it two two houses. Yeah. Uh, with uh, now that was a modern home. Uh, we had uh, uh, we pumped water in a big tank upstairs of that uh, building. Yeah. That would have been our. Uh, regular water we had a shower maybe it's still in her name and she and you've and you inherited it we can move back there no we didn't she sold all that <laughs> it's gone all right i love taking those trips uh down to your past you know or back in the past uh, pe- people like hearing how you grew up stuff like that well and then i gotta I gotta tell you we had a police department right across from us i know that yeah. And uh, they'd come up there to borrow, when they had a guest in that police department, they'd come up there to borrow knives, forks, plates, right. all that stuff. And that's, that's, those, those were your boys there. They, uh, they uh, helped you out, those guys, right? Oh, they're, they're my buddies. Okay. Uh, all my buddies. Um, Nathan writes this, Dad. Uh, Dear Meathead, my wife and kids have a disagreement about exercise. Nathan says, that if the kids are playing, that's not exercise. Okay? He wants them to, like, you know, go out and, uh, you know, uh, get the blood pumping like running or doing the stair climber or something like that a few days a week. He says, is this too much for 10- and 12-year-olds? Oh, I don't think so. I think uh, a light item. They don't have to get out there and run. I that's not the way I exercise. It's just it totally could, stay on the right. area that you're working on. Like you know, we had dumbbells and barbells. Right. You know. So this the uh, the wife says if they're outside playing, that is good enough. Do you agree with that? No, exercise is good. Uh, Ten twelve year old person, uh, gentle exercises, arms strictly arms and body. Move your legs up and down, arms the same way. <laughs> Uh, or you want to put them on a little dumbbells and barbells, okay, but I think the, they're too young to lift up too much Okay, weight. so 10- and 12-year-olds, you only want them to work out their arms? Uh, well, no sit-ups. <laughs> okay. No, we, we did all of those these, things. These, these kids are going to have arms like Popeye. Uh, <laughs> no, but it's not necessary for kids to do that. Okay. They're out there playing. That play in itself is a lot of exercise. Well, that's what I'm asking you. Isn't going outside playing, that's exercise, is it not? Absolutely. Oh, okay. So they don't necessarily have to go run a marathon if they're outside playing no, no, no. playing tag. 15, 16, 17, 18, maybe it's uh, worth going. Right. I, I say anywhere after age 15, you should be able to do Yeah, that. you know, I mean, if kids, I always heard that, uh, it doesn't matter what you're doing. You could be pulling weeds. And if that's... It's exercise, right? Yeah. There. I think Nathan is... I, I'm uh, I'm like you. I'm going to side with Nathan's wife and say that uh, 
you don't need to do that. Kids can, no. if they're playing, that's that's their exercise. That's at least what the way I was taught. Sure. Now, you can start worrying about it when the kid sleeps till 11 o'clock right. in the morning and gets up right. and does simply nothing, sits down by the video game and Correct. all that. Yes. Are you kidding? Yes, I agree with you. You, you got to get them moving. Yeah. And the women invented the video games, they ought to be hung. <laughs> kids, I'm telling you. And then put it in front of the kids, and there's a battle in the house, parents against the kids. You can't be doing that. You can't be doing that. No, the kid wants to do that. A lot of uh, exercises are good for the kid. Yeah, I think that uh, you got to be careful with uh, video games because they're, they're, they are really, really engaging, and uh, it's it's fun. Oh, yes. It's really fun, and it becomes, um, you know, so it, because it, it uh, consumes people, young and old, you know, that sure. that's all they do as opposed to, uh, uh, you know, in, uh, talking with people, getting exercise, things like that, you know. I remember years ago there was some kind of, that when it started this thing, that we sat in front of it yeah. and played something as one game that was Atari. Correct. Or Pac-Man and all that. Remember oh, yeah. That? Oh, yeah. That was, uh, and th- those were very basic, but man, yeah, they. Yeah, but that, I was becoming addicted to oh, that Oh, we, we loved that. It was spectacular. Oh, my God. I remember those games. I mean, compared to what they are now, they're so rudimentary, but they were still very expensive to buy those. Oh, my gosh, yes. I think we had about two or three games. Uh, We just played the hell out of it. Space Invaders. Yes. Man, you remember that. Oh, yeah. Mentality isn't including that that deep. You're fine. You you, you remembered Pac-Man. That's the big one, man. Come on. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, I tell you what, uh, I'm I'm about out of time, Dad. But uh, as always, I think you've uh, I think you did a great job. You and Joanne both. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate that. And remember, hey, I actually yeah, look forward to this thing. Of course, of course. And remember, talking isn't going to help his idiosyncrasies. Absolutely. There you go. Uh, old people don't have patience. <laughs> yep. Anger is a mental problem we all have. Uh, and how do you stop ignorance? Oh, these are all the these are subject and a half. And these are those are key points that you said. Yeah. Okay, Joanne, I love you very much. I love you too, honey. Okay, and um, yeah, be safe with the snow. Try to be careful. Don't do too much, and I'll talk to you very soon. Okay. Yeah. Okay, and give give our love uh, to the family, and you know. Yep. Hug them. Okay, we'll do. Talk to you guys. Okay, dog. I love you, you, guardians, and we'll talk to you next week. Yes, yes, indeed. Okay, guys, take care. Bye-bye. See ya. Okay, a couple of things. Uh, Every week now, you can expect him to say, can I have a couple of, a minute to say something? He doesn't recall that he said it the week before. He doesn't recall that he had the same. Uh, and so he says to me, usually I call him the night before and I'm like, dad, Hey, uh, you know, I talked to him for a handful of minutes and then, Hey, so I'll call you in the morning. He goes, I have something very important. I want to say to them. I want to express to these people how important they are to me. I'm like, well, yeah, of course. And you know, 
he did it last week and he did it the week before. And so Joanne, you heard her. She goes, no, I think you said it before. I won't do that. I can't, I can't break his heart because he, if you tell him, Hey dad, you already told me that he feels bad. He feels really bad about that. And then he has this realization that he's, you know, his mind is going, he is well aware that his mind is going, but I think he still does a hell of a job. I, uh, I, I pay very, very close attention to him. And, um, I, I don't, he takes medication to help with the dementia. I don't detect it getting a lot worse in at least over the phone. Um, this will eventually take his life, but uh, I just uh, get as much as I can from him as, you know, because he loves it. He loves it. He loves talking to you guys. So thank you for contributing and sending those questions. Um, if I didn't get to all of them, it's because we kind of, I only like to keep it about a certain amount of time each day, but um, um, I'll always be asking you for more questions. Going back to Nathan. Nathan is actually, he writes, dear me, did my wife and kids have a disagreement about exercise? Playing outside is not exercise. Yes, it is. It absolutely is. You're, you're smarter than that. Ding dong. You don't, you can't sit. That's why kids play. That's the exercise they get. You can't say, yeah, I want it. He wrote, I, I want a target heart rate for 30 minutes a day, three days a week. Is this too much for a 10 and 12 year old? Well, Lights just flickered. It is asking too much. The lights are flickering. Warning. If the show dies, you know what happened. Yeah, you can't. No, no. Do not do that. They're going to hate your guts. Okay? Um, they are going to hate your guts. Uh. Do not, do not make that go out there and get jog around the block for 30 minutes. No, 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 no. Let them play. They will get more than what they need by going outside. Kind of like what my dad said. I would limit the video game time. You don't want to be, you know, one of those kids who just sits there and disconnects from the world. They end up hating everybody. Their skin's translucent. They end up shooting up the school. Totally kidding. Video games do not cause you to shoot up the school. No one knows why, for God's sake. Anyway, thank you so much uh, for Dear Meathead and uh, for engaging him. It's always great. Brought to you by JM Synthetics, online at jmsynthetics.com. Buy your stuff from JM Synthetics. Amsoil products from JM Synthetics. Okay. All right. All right. Horizon Hydroponics is ready to sign another massive marketing campaign with the Eric St. Show podcast, and I couldn't be happier. Horizon Hydroponics. If you are growing anything indoors or when it warms up, out of doors, whether it's uh, marigolds, succulents, tomatoes, asparagus, cannabis moss if it's green and grows you need horizon hydroponics this is amazing first of all it's actually a company where people will pick up the phone so when you go to the website h-o-r-i-z-e-n hydroponics.com 
uh, and you're, you want to shop for stuff to help your indoor grow or your outdoor grow, and you have a question about it, call the phone number, and somebody's going to pick it up, and then you can get specifics about what you're buying. Because a lot of people buy from them in all different parts of the globe. Now, if you're in the U.S. and you spend $250 or more at Horizon, Z-E-N, HorizonHydroponics.com, the shipping is free anywhere in the U.S. And some of the stuff's pretty pricey. It's expensive stuff. So it's quite easy to get over $250. So buy it all. When you get over that threshold, shipping's free. Before you, uh, as you're checking out, though, use the coupon code ZANESHOW, all one word, and you'll save 10%. ZANESHOW at checkout. If you're local to West Michigan or Kalamazoo or Lansing, you can buy it online and you can pick it up. And uh, that way you don't have to worry about shipping if your order's under 250 bucks. But that same coupon code applies for everything you buy online, whether you're getting it sent to you or you're picking it up. Zane Show at checkout. I've got an insurance person. That is my policy shop insurance. Uh, Frank the Tank Fuss. He's a licensed independent insurance agent slash broker. And uh, this is what I'd like you to do because I know you have car insurance, you have life insurance, you have homeowner's insurance, you might have health insurance through the marketplace, you maybe have Medicare. Ron, talking to you, Medicare. And if you take care of all this stuff on your own, first of all, you've probably done it and you've probably not done everything appropriately and you probably haven't had a checkup on your insurance plans in a while. So what you do is you send a text or call Frank at 616-914-4070. It's free. And say, Zane sent me. What do I do? He's going to send you a link. You set up the appointment through that link. Really easy. It's based on your schedule, your time, your day, your location, or Zoom, or over the phone. It's entirely up to you. And then take a little time, and he's going to run out the ground ball for you like a bloodhound sniffing out a prisoner who's escaped. He's going to determine through his insurance checkup what you can do to get better policies for less. This is a process. But when you're done with it, you're going to be happy that you did this. And the best part is Frank doesn't cost any money. He makes his money from the insurance company. So do that. Call or text Frank, 616-914-4070. I got a podcast I want you to check out. It's called Just Chirpin'. If you're a hockey fan, listen to Just Chirpin'. All right? Their website, J-U-S-T-C-H-I-R-P-I-N.com. That's where you can find the website. You can also find them on Stitcher, Spotify, and uh, I don't know. There's another one you can find it on Google. It's not on every podcasting platform now. But if you go to Just Chirpin, you can very easily figure this out for yourself. It's a hockey podcast for beer leaguers. One of them is Jay, who doesn't know shit about hockey. They're never, you're never going to be able to live that down, Jay. Never, ever, ever. My God. Hey, I'm Jay. I love hockey. I don't know shit about it. I'm here interviewing some guy named Wayne Gretzky. Tell me who you are and how you got involved in hockey. 
Hey, I'm Jay from Just Chirpin. It says here your name is Bobby Orr. That's a crazy name. Do you like hockey, Bobby Orr? Hey, this is Jay from Just Chirpin. Join me when I interview some guy named Mark Howe. Says here his dad, Gordy, was a pretty good hockey player. Did your dad play pro hockey, Mark Howe? Unbelievable. I need to update you on the Nirvana lawsuit. Do you remember Spencer Eldon? Is that the idiot's name? Yeah, that's his name. He's the dude that was on the cover of the Nirvana Nevermind album when he was just a baby. Underwater, you see his little kid pecker. They ended up reissuing that with a uh, a black box over his ding-dong. As the years have passed, Spencer Eldon, every like year he has an anniversary and and he's reenacted the uh, the underwater scene as he's grown. He's in his 30s now. Remember just recently, he uh, just filed a lawsuit. Uh, he, you know, this is child pornography. I did not agree to being photographed by my parents by this pornographer. His lawsuit he filed in August stated that the album image art was taken and used without his consent and that the nudity of the photo amounted to a child to uh, to child porn. The list of defendants in the suit include former Nirvana members Dave Grohl, Chris Novoselic and Chad Canning, Kurt Cobain's widow Courtney Love, two managers of uh, the estate, photographer Kirk Weddle, This all came together in Seattle. Weddle was like, hey, he had two friends, his mom and dad, this idiot's mom and dad. He said, hey, I'm doing a photo shoot um, of, uh, I I forget the ins and outs of the details, but he goes, I want a video, I want to shoot a shot of uh, Spencer underwater. And that was it. And then there was, this story might even get into the basics of how it eventually came about, but uh, it eventually made its way. He might have been shooting for Cobain even. I, I I forget. It doesn't matter. Okay? It's arguably uh, one of the most famous pieces of cover art that has ever existed. And the idea behind that cover art with a dollar bill on a hook in front of young Spencer Weddle, or not Spencer Weddle, Spencer Eldon, is... From birth, you're chasing the dollar. Eldon argued that it's child pornography. That uh, a it, since the baby is nude, it's it's in chasing money. It's indicative of of uh, promoting child porno. The idea that there would actually be because you know that this probably actually did happen in the original Nirvana album cover. Uh, I remember when I was at the radio station Z93 back in the day, the mobile home of rock and roll. And 
a, a actual CD would come in the mail and you open it up and you take it out of the package and it's this promotional copy only. There's a big hole punched in it. And then there's this kid on the cover like, what the fuck is this? There had to be somebody over the years who opened up when it was like turned on by that. That probably actually happened. I'm looking at some of you Zaniacs. <laughs> Variety reported in December that attorneys for Grill, Novoselic, Weddle, Love, Cobain, Nirvana, LLC, MCA Records, UMG Recordings, Inc., Universal Music Group Incorporated, the David Geffen Company, and Geffen Records jointly sought a dismissal of Eldon's suit. In the motion to dismiss, they reportedly argued that the suit was time-barred and that Eldon spent three decades profiting from his celebrity as the self-anointed Nirvana baby. And he did. Which is what we talked about months ago when this story came up. This guy, oh shit, he was all over it. The judge has agreed and said, get the fuck out of here. Dismissed this lawsuit by this asshole... Um, uh, on the basis that he uh, now is an adult is um, has, has profited off of it himself. Uh, the judge presided over the case. The U.S. District Court in Central California dismissed the suit Monday after Eldon missed the deadline of December 30 to oppose the defendant's motion to dismiss. So there you go. He did it all himself. He knew he was fucked. So the defendants filed the motion and he didn't even arrive at court or, or uh, uh, submit anything to oppose it. You have to oppose the, the dismissal. So the judge is like, well, if you didn't even oppose this dismissal, I, you leave me no choice other than to allow it to be dismissed. You dumb bastard. So you wasted everybody's time. You were just annoying. The dismissal was given, quote, with leave to amend so that Eldon could file a new complaint on the, quote, defects in the defendant's motion to dismiss, but he must do so by January 13, or the suit will be officially dismissed without prejudice. Oh, boy. Which, I, without prejudice, I think that means there is a potential he could... Uh, there's ground. He could do it again. If they do it with prejudice, I think that usually means that that's an uphill battle for you. But this guy, oh my God, enough. More rock news. Josh Homme from Queens of the Stone Age is having a tough time, supposedly. Uh, his ex-wife has a new boyfriend. And so... Hami's walking around a, like a mall around Christmas time in Thousand Oaks, California, and he sees the boyfriend of the ex at the mall. The ex's boyfriend is named Gunner. Gunner and the Grizzly Boys? No. Uh, Gunner was out at the mall in Thousand Oaks, California. Josh Hami from Queens of the Stone Age comes walking up. And says he's going to throw him off the balcony. In the documents, Gunner claims Josh first got in his face while he was in the Apple store. Josh Hami allegedly said, 
I'm going to kill you, you fucking pussy, <laughs> to provoke a reaction out of Gunner for a fight. <laughs> Excuse me. This Gunner dude didn't do anything. He ended up leaving the store. Josh Hami shows up again. Hami viciously berated him and threatened to kill him and throw him off the second floor balcony. He said at one point during the heated exchange that Josh Hami actually grabbed Gunner's arm and tried to throw him over the railing. Gunner claims he called cops, but it was too late as Josh was already out of there. Later, Fox made his case in court and a judge granted him a restraining order requiring Josh Hami to stay at least 50 yards away from Gunner and Gunner's two daughters. Meanwhile, Hami has not addressed the accusation. Shit. Oh, boy. Stay tuned. When you were 12 years old, I can promise you, you weren't doing this. I'm always amazed by these stories. Uh, featured on Good Morning America. I might even be able to share this with you. That could explain it a little better. Well, I could do a good job explaining it. But if they can, I want to let them do it too. There's an ad playing, so I'm stalling. Hmm. 12-year-old girl finishes high school, earns college degree. Sawson Ahmed of Weston, Florida, graduated from Broward College with an associate's degree and a 4.0 grade point average on December 15th in the spring. The 12-year-old will attend the University of Florida. Well, why do you want to get... I mean, you're that smart. Why are you going to fucking Florida? A shithole state college? Are you kidding me? You should go to like Harvard or something. To study computer programming, chemistry, and biology. Give me a second. I'll bring her in here. I hope this works. You never know with me. My associate of arts degree. Says she graduated college at the age of 12. This isn't really a new story. It's just, okay. Bad idea. Forget that that even happened. It's just, uh, what do you call it? Words typed on a screen to music. That won't help us. But she did do that. And you may have seen that image there. Of she's there with her family. Uh, so she's going to study computer programming, chemistry, and biology. Again, 12 years old, a kid. How can you possibly be that smart? How does this even happen? Think about you when you were 12 years old. How can a person's brain be that advanced? This is uh, further proof that there are aliens that walk amongst us and they, they try their best to not be, uh, noticed, but they can't help it. Uh, according to this, it says their courses with Python programming through biology really caught my interest. It's an amazing. I don't know what Python. That's a capital P. That's that's a name of something. So, so, I said something. So something. Uh, Python programming. 
It's an amazing place for really studying those topics. So it's really cool that I was accepted to go to get to go there next semester. Sawson told ABC News. Sawson's family said they noticed that she was gifted act, uh, academically. I can't even fucking read. Academically during her homeschooling sessions where she would quickly go through a curriculum that was several years ahead of her grade level. All of her education was pretty much child-led. Whenever she shows an interest in something, we sort of dive into it and try to follow her interest as best that we can. That's like boring Dean with child porno. Sawson's mother, Gina Santos Ahmed, told ABC News, we talked to her about new developments that we read about. We let her listen to NPR and learn about new scientific discoveries. There's more to this. At the age of nine, Sawson earned her high school diploma. Nine years old, she earned her high school diploma. Fuck. Yesterday on the show, we had the story about the dumb kid who went sledding down the hill and slammed into a tree because his even dumber mom said that would be a good idea. That kid is now eight. This kid is nine and now and or was nine and finished uh, high school. By the way, that story, I still cannot get over that story. That mom. I, yeah, I couldn't come back a year later. I couldn't see how terrible of a place this is. I want this. I want the county to put up a sign that people aren't allowed to sled here. In my opinion, this is thinning out the herd, okay? I think we need giant sledding hills in every community uh, lined with trees and poles and spike strips and those things that when you're returning a rental car that say, don't drive over this direction, I think those are important things to put on the sledding hill to ensure massive injury because if any kid or adult is going to let that dumb kid, dumb adult going to let a dumb kid go down, uh, we are getting a higher number of, uh, of, of, of smart people in the schools. Okay. This is a, we need more Hills like this. And if you have to put up a sign, it should say, These dumb people died here and then put their faces there. These are the dumb moms and dads who murdered their children by letting them go down murder hill. That's what they need to do. And they need to be everywhere and they need to promote on the radio and TV and on podcasts that all kids need to get their sleds and go to death hill. And the ones that show up, Good luck. That's an easy way of thinning the herd. You have to understand, everything I say in this show is a joke. It's, uh, it's, it's embarrassing I have to even say that. 
Anyway. This kid's nine. Earned her high school diploma. She passed a post-secondary education readiness test that allowed her to take college courses, according to mom and dad. Uh, Sawson started off by taking one class a a semester. I cannot read. At this small community college, Broward College. Uh, mom and dad did that so that the she could become familiar with how class works. Intensity of it, class size. You know, you're sitting in a massive lecture hall. I mean, basically, if you're a um, nine-year-old, so she's the smartest of the smart. She's a nine-year-old at community college. So though she's incredibly smart, she's with the dumbest college students there are. Okay, and um, so this is great. You know, she has to sit next to drunks and uh, future hookers and drug addicts and losers, okay, at this setting in this community college. So that's what the mom and dad did. That was smart so she could kind of slowly be uh, eased into this quagmire of the worst college students. That's the only thing that exists at a loser community college. Very, very smart family. So the nine-year-old is with all of these idiots. When the pandemic hit, many of her extracurricular activities were either moved online or canceled, leaving her time to enroll in multiple college classes at once. Now we're talking. As the youngest student in her classes, Sawson noticed that other students were often surprised by her presence on the college campus. Quote, at the very beginning, everyone was helping me, calling me honey, sweetie, things like that. She said of the students in her science lab course, nine years old at the time. But by the end of the semester, all of those students were asking me for help on questions. Well, yeah. They realize she's a million times smarter than they'll ever be, you know. Her professor, Amber Abels, an assistant biology professor at uh, Broward College, told ABC News, the thing I remember most is she was always ready to do lab work every day, like exceptionally excited. It was great. She was more than able to keep up and was an excellent student. I mean, look at this kid. Here she is, and she's still a kid. She, here she is at the Magic Kingdom, you know. She's at Disney World. And she's so smart, she probably walks around. And then she sees all you Star Wars assholes. And she goes, oh, you know, I am so glad that I am smarter than all of these shitheads here. She only goes to Disney World to see how terrible life would be if she was dumb like all of you. Okay? That's why she's smiling in that photograph. She's so happy that she's... Not stupid like you. That's the only reason why she goes to Disney World. Okay? So here she is. Just a kid. Though uh, Sawson has taken an accelerated track in her education, that hasn't stopped her from enjoying art, music, Disney movies, and video games. Uh, Sawson said she is inspired by other strong women in STEM. Now, uh, that stands for Science, Technology, Engineering, and Mathematics. 
she is inspired by Andrea uh, Gelatly, a biomedical engineer and a team leader on the TV show BattleBots, which is exceptionally cool. She's really a role model because she says what she does with BattleBots, building robots that can withstand damage from other things. So the kid loves the chick from BattleBots. Those BattleBots people are extremely smart. They're going to build the weapons one day that are going to blow up bad guys. Very, very, very cool. She, uh, though 12, she says she will be a NASA engineer. She's going to be, you know, you know, uh, hit what's that movie called? Uh, hidden figures, hidden numbers, numbers, hiding the numbers about the, the black chicks who uh, put people on the moon because of their math. I mean, that's absolutely brilliant. Sawson's love of medicine is heavily influenced by her father, Wassam Ahmed, who works as a physician at the Cleveland Clinic's Cancer Center in Abu Dhabi. This is all great for fundraising for Al-Qaeda. Uh, the, the, uh, seriously, you have in your midst, one of the smartest of the smart people on the planet, the weapons of mass destruction that you will be able to create is off the charts. Congratulations. You have, uh, you are funding the next latest super terror cell in the U S I'm totally kidding. I can't believe I have to say that every time for these jokes. Dad is not a terrorist. He has high hopes for his daughter to enter the field of medicine and make a difference. So NASA engineer, doctor, incredible. I love, I love hearing about the aliens that are walking amongst us. Sawson was with her family. Look at this. Look at this picture. Look at this beautiful family. There's dad, physician. Mom, look at how bright and beautiful she is. She's a kid. She's holding a teddy bear, for God's sake. So great. She's like my new favorite person. Just got word Ron will not be doing a stream today on Twitch. Friend just called needing help. Much love. See y'all in the morning. Take, go get him, Ron. Go get him, Ron. Uh, Sawson was with her family when she learned she was accepted into the University of Florida last summer after receiving her bachelor's degree. She hopes to continue her education to earn an MD or a doctorate. So she's getting her undergrad at Florida. No big deal. She'll probably go to some high-end medical school. She also shared advice for other kids who have big goals like herself. Shoot for the stars and don't underestimate yourself, Sawson said. That mentality is what brought me here. 12-year-old, she talks like the wisest of souls. <coughs> Hang on. Damn it. I am still feeling the effects of this cough. I'm telling you I had COVID. All right. I'm out of time. Been podcasting for two hours, for God's sakes. A&E Heating and Cooling. Senor Martinez wants to work on your furnace. 616-516-8579. Just got a call from Throat Slap. Uh, 
Throat slab. I combine stab and slash. Throat slash Dale. Hey, man, I need a, I need a humidifier. Who's your guy? He can do that for you. A&E Heating and Cooling, 616-516-8579. If you need anything at all during these cold winter months, hopefully you did get a tune-up for your furnace. You can still do that, by the way. I will still keep selling that on the podcast. It's $79. You really should do that. I've learned a lot about working with uh, my HVAC system. Well, not a lot. I do know how to change the filter, and that is so, so important because it was one time, actually, when it was so clogged the machinery stopped operating and I had to do an after hour service call. And all he did was pulled the thing out and it was all, you know, stuck in the unit because it became like a big sale. All the wires, it was all ripped. You had to cut it out of there. It was terrible. Change your furnace filter when you're supposed to. 616-516-8579. Don't forget about dumpster divers. Uh, I will have the one and only Kyle. Let's kill. Another edition of Let's Kill with Kyle from Dumpster Divers tomorrow. DumpsterDiversLLC.com. If you need a dumpster, call Dumpster Divers. They're cheaper than everybody else. Okay, they'll deliver uh, deliver it to your house. Uh, they, it's price point. The price point is lower on the weight, so you're not paying nearly as much for their dumpsters than other guys' dumpsters. If you happen to, by chance, fill it up and are over the weight, you'll get a prorated charge. You're still play, uh, paying less for it. My God. They also do junk removal and demolition work. So if you're a contractor and you need some stiff to come in and gut the house, that's who you call. 616-375-9962. Call or text. If somebody croaks and you need everything out of the house, all the junk removal, they're a hoarder. That happens. Call dumpster divers. 616-375-9962. Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV, 616-532-6600. Get your car fixed. Ours are getting fixed right now at Irvine's. They are the best. If you are in West Michigan, a trusted source to get your vehicle repaired. Okay, maybe you're like, well, maybe you're like on the fence about it. Would it kill you to just do it once? Just that's the challenge I present to you. If you like my show. As this goes with all the sponsors, engage the sponsors. When the message, my message, meets your need, that's how marketing works. 616-532-6600 for anything at all that you need on your domestic Asian or European vehicle, with the exception of Volkswagens, to keep it on the road and running the way it should be. Thank you, Irvine's. Online at ervines, ervines.com. Paintball, the next war, January 30th. That's a Sunday, 5 p.m. Reach out to me, eric at ericsaintshow.com. Do it now. Send me an email that you're playing. Free pizza party before we start playing at 5. Well, actually, the pizza party starts at 5, okay? Pizza party, soft drinks, all that is free when you walk in. That's part of what you pay for. Not really. Uh, 35 bucks covers all the paintball, uh, fighting the uh, paint, the gun, the mask. I bring the free pizza and the soft drinks. We eat, we crack jokes, make fun of Rick and his, uh, and his, uh, uh, his, the thing he has pierced on his piercing on his tongue, him talking too fast. Then we go pay, uh, play paintball. Send me an email, eric at ericsaintshow.com if you want in. Finally, 
The Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. 231-332-6505. I got to show you something that just popped into my brain and I just can't resist. Um, Mario, I, I'm going to share this on Twitch, so you'll only be able to see it then. If you're listening to the audio podcast, You'll have to click on Mario's business name and you'll see what I'm about to see. Tell me that Mario is not the human version of Peter Griffin. I mean, seriously. That's Peter Griffin. I'm expecting to go here. <laughs> it says Van Dyke Mortgage Center on... Uh, in front of uh, Merce, at the, that's the new convention center in Muskegon. Mario has the naming rights to it. That's Peter Griffin right there, man. Separated at birth. He's freaking famous. Is there, isn't, there's got to be a website, people who look like PeterGriffin.com. All right. I better shut up. He's going to freaking cancel my sponsorship or his sponsorship on me. Lisa's in Holland. She says, wind's picking up, snowy now. Shit just blew off the side of my house. Oh, no. Anyway, uh, hire Mario for a mortgage. Kabooby. Hello, Kabooby69. Well, that's an old one. That's a blast from the past. If you need a mortgage anywhere in the U.S. with the exception of Alaska, Maine, Hawaii, and uh, South Carolina, call Mario at 231-332-6505. Thank you to the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. All right, who's your asshole today today? Um, my top fan on Facebook. Uh, we talked about that. No school for the queen of the forest. The NFK. Bleeding all over the place. We talked about that. Uh, we talked. We made fun of Jay viciously from Just Chirp, and that was awesome. Another rip-roaring edition of Dear Meathead. We revisited the kid sledding down Death Hill and the, the dumb kid and his dumb mom. The Nirvana lawsuit, Spencer Eldon. Josh Homme wanting to throw his wife's uh, boyfriend, Gunner, uh, uh, off the fucking balcony of the mall. Referee Wes McCauley is one of our favorites. Tim Mayer continues to dodge me on the podcast. Who is your asshole of the day? I see uh, Jason Mays. No, I'm sorry. I see Jason Terry from Threads Podcast is here. He says, Eric needs a handyman on the show. You mean like someone marketing on the show? Is that what you're saying? Well, yeah, I need, I need everything on the show. This show needs needs a hundred more sponsors. This show needs to be five hours long. Just because there's a fun alliteration. And Nick worked so hard at it. And even took one on the chin and got banned from Facebook. I'm going to have to go with that, Nick. Curtis the Cuck, as Nick descri describes him as from yesterday's 
Facebook fight. Curtis the Cuck is your asshole of the day. It actually looks like Kurt is the Cuck. <laughs> Wait a minute. Is his name Curtis or is it Kurt? I don't know. <laughs> oh, whatever. I'm just glad I didn't get in trouble. All right, look at that. 64 of you in here by the end of the show. We're well on our way to averaging 75 people on Twitch. If I average 75 people per show for a month, oh, my God, that opens up. It's like the Matrix. You got that scene when the fucking old dude, the Asian guy with all the keys, he's trying to get it in the door. It unlocks new things for your old pal, Eric Zane. So, you know, I love you on the free podcast, uh, uh, listening to the audio uh, version of it. That's awesome, too. But if you could follow me on Twitch, uh, twitch.com or twitch.tv slash Eric Zane live and follow me on Twitch. That is so great. And then subscribing to it with your Amazon Prime account is even better because I get cash for that. All right. And if you do it with your Amazon Prime account, it's free, free. You get one a month on Twitch for free. So that is so cool. But it's worth five bucks. So you, you, it doesn't come out of your pocket, but I get half of that. And then uh, Don, the uh, Canadian Twitch guru, he gets the other half. Welcome to P. Coakley, 86. I see you there. First time Twitch listen, which that means, look at that. Nick, Johnny on the spot, drops another tier one sub to that nice person. You're both fantastic. Very, very kind. Chris says, I gave my Amazon sub to Ron this month. Well, let's not get out of hand here. I mean, okay, now we're pushing it. Ron's cutting into my cash. That's that's a 250. That, that, that takes me three feet in the motorhome, you jackass. What the fuck are you doing? Don't give it to Ron. No, 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 no. You can give him time. Take it back. Unbelievable. Unacceptable. I'm totally kidding. Not really. Don't give it to Rod. He's, he fucking gets social security. He's worried he's probably a millionaire. Unbelievable. All right, I know, I see it. I see your easy by the name. Thank you so much, folks. I love you very much. I'll talk to you on the Patreon, and uh, have a good one. Thank you. Bye-bye.
This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design. The kind of experience you can only find in a Lexus SUV. A feeling this empowering is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the versatility of the complete line of Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer.